spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. As always, thank you for being here on the podcast. You can find it all over the place, Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcast. You can find it on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. We do it every weekday morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And stream us right there in the WDBO app. All right, so much on today's agenda with Brian Kilmeade. Brian, of course, is all over the place. You hear him on radio. You see him on TV on Fox News. And you can hear Brian every weekday, 9 a.m. to noon, on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in O-Town. On the agenda today, we tackle the topics of President Biden and another sleepy appearance overseas. We'll also chat about whether former President Donald Trump is going to debate next month in the first GOP presidential debate for 2024. But we begin this morning with the ex-president running away and hiding in the polls right now on the GOP side. Here's that conversation with Brian Kilmeade. Latest morning consult poll has Trump at 56, DeSantis at 17, Ramaswamy at 8. It is a low point for the Florida governor in this particular poll. Trump even leads DeSantis here in Florida by 20, according to another poll, Brian. So what, what do you make? What do you make of our governor still lagging in the polls right now here? And he's trailing by 20 in Florida, uh, and that I find shocking. But I, do, I was surprised, too, in 2016 when Rubio was trailing by so much, uh, and he was yet he was beating Jeb Bush, who had been a very successful governor. So I think that uh, right now people are uh, are fine with Trump, and they look at the indictments as refer, uh, uh, re- you know, reaffirming that they believe he's been targeted. And I just think there's a couple of things. Trump's dominating the news, even though most of it's bad in the indictments. He's dominating the news, and the people that are critical of Trump, they people on the right have no respect for. So that's not hurting their feeling. They're feeling they got to rally around. Number two is Joe Biden's policies, the antithesis to Trump. They they don't like it. They see him overseas. They don't like it. They see what's happening domestically, taking a bow for the economy that they don't like. They see rates going up, and and inflation still at four percent, five percent in different areas. They still don't like it. They don't they don't like the tone. So almost everything Biden does is the opposite of Trump, and it's making Trump look better. Can you imagine if there was no January 6th? Can you imagine if he ever said, yeah, I lost and I find it dicey and there's some things that bother me about it, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to do a transition. I don't think anyone would even be running against him. So many people are waiting to see if Trump's going to get himself in so much trouble or end up in a courtroom for six months and be unable to campaign. Mm-hmm. He's asked for a delay in his trial till after the election. 
Um, I think a Georgia indictment's coming within two weeks, maybe a January 6th indictment, so he'll probably end up with four. Mm. And their hope is, well, this is just too much. I mean, he can't win, and if he can't win, four more years of Joe Biden is nothing we should take a chance on. I'm going to go with somebody else. Yeah, sure. I think you're absolutely right. I think the Biden policies, I think after the first indictment, especially there in New York City, I think a lot of folks who were on the fence, folks who were fatigued by the drama of you know the Trump train, I think they looked at that indictment and went, oh, okay, here we go again with the corruption. We can't abandon this guy. In terms of that debate on Fox News coming up next month, Brian, if I'm advising Donald Trump, in no way, shape or form is my guy taking that stage, knowing how he's dominating in the polls. But you know him. You spent time with him. This guy is not going to want to sit on the sidelines next month. Then not only is he going to miss the first, I think he's going to miss the second. Really? So, yeah, I, I don't see it. And uh, I think that he looks at that as if you win the if you win the division, why play the wild card game? Mm-hmm. Wait for the wait for the winner of the wild card game. And yeah. if it ends up one person, I'll do it. And I'll do it once. Is just uh, I'm up by twenty, thirty points. Why would I risk uh, one and out? Why would I risk being attacked by twelve people and not having an answer? And or having a bad day like he had in round one with Joe Biden. Remember mm-hmm. how angry he came off. Yeah. Remember, it turns out he probably had COVID, but still he came off angry and didn't do well and made Joe Biden look good. So if you if you make your number one rival, Ron DeSantis, look good, who I think is best under pressure, if I was Ron DeSantis, I'd be on television every day and I'd be on uh, CNN, MSNBC as well, mm-hmm. uh, because he does so well when questioned. He can go so deep on policy. I think that he feels like it's almost beneath him to go out with these just this anti-Republican media. But I think that he's he's uh, selling himself short there. If DeSantis does not make his mark in this debate next month, if the polls don't go up for him after this debate, what do you do if you're Ron DeSantis, if you're still trailing Donald Trump by 30 to 40 points in the polls here, Brian? Well, remember, January is uh, Iowa. It's a long time. So I would not do anything. I mean, Trump lost Iowa to Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton lost, and it ended up uh, ultimately getting the nomination, even though he's doing well in both those states. You could stay close. Uh, in South Carolina, you never know what's going to happen later on. Uh, later on, so I, I don't think anybody of significance, besides some of the fringe players, drop out before Iowa. Uh, unlike you know Kamala Harris did before her first event. Let's talk about what's going on at the White House or what is not going on at the White House right now. I'm still having a really hard time with this cocaine and the White House story here, Brian. I mean, we've had folks call in saying, "Well, you know, it's not a story. Move on." Well, cocaine being in the White House is. A story. It's a huge story. At least it should be. It's the most fortified house in America. I find it difficult to believe that the Secret Service does not know who brought that coke into the White House yet, and thus we don't know. Why are we not getting information on this story? Well, Congress evidently behind closed doors is going to get briefing on Thursday, so it's tomorrow, mm. and we'll see what happens there. You know, I know some reports. Dan Bongino said worked in the White House. It has to be a family member. I, I don't know that. Uh, Ari Fleischer says, don't let anyone tell you there's cameras. There are not cameras hmm. there. Hmm. So there's not cameras, so don't expect them to roll it back. Okay. Uh, there's only a certain amount of people that have access there. We'll see what happens. I yeah. mean, it, obviously, this would be a much bigger deal if it was Trump. There's no question. But now, Trump has no history of drugs. His family knows history of drinking. I think I saw Don Jr. take a glass of wine once. <laughs> so no d- drugs or alcohol, and yet... You have somebody else who's, a, who's an ex, as extreme 
drug user, as you could see, that is still alive in one day. Remember two week, a week ago, cover of the New York Post, guy was going over 200 miles an hour uh, while doing crack en route to meeting uh, eight different hookers in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, I mean, w- but why wouldn't you suspect him? Well, I think I buried the lead there because you, you just told me that there are people like Ari Flesher telling us that there are no security cameras in that part of the White House. I find that really hard to believe. Nonetheless, our esteemed president on day two, day two of his European trip, skips the NATO dinner last night. The dude takes the NATO family photo and decides to turn in for the night. I mean, King Charles is leading this guy by the hand around Windsor Castle grounds. This is embarrassing for the entire country here, Brian, in my opinion. He, remember, he did this in Japan. I think it was or in Indonesia, one of his trips, too. He doesn't hang out. He does. He says, well, I've had a tough four days. We just saw you on the beach. I mean, you, you take every weekend off. I mean, what do you mean you've had a tough four days? If you can't do the job. So, enough for him. But by the way, you know stuff gets done afterwards. Let me just tell you what's going on. You create additional relationships. You, you get inside information. So he never does the mingling. He goes in. He focuses on that country at that time. Who knows what he retains? And then he moves on. I see CBS did a story how everyone appreciates the fatherly way in which he approaches all these meetings. And Zelensky, he's taken him under his wing. Uh, Macron was seen yelling on the stairs, Joe, Joe, wait for me. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Good, good luck with that. But they said uh, overseas he's looked at differently. Well, we'll find out uh, probably years after he's out what really was going on. I'd rather have the perception of respect and strength than have everybody uh, said, well, what a nice guy. That mm-hmm. doesn't help us. Much appreciation to Brian Kilmeade for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.